freedom. Freedom! <laughs> freedom! They can take our alcohol, but they can't take our freedom! <laughs> I'm Carl. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic addict and all the above. In my sobriety days, August 22nd, 2014. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is SoberPod. SoberPod.com. 366 fucking days sober. Yeah. Sober Pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome. SoberPod is a podcast dedicated to the idea that one addict or alcoholic helping another is crucial to building a life in recovery. Join us on this season as we read from our book, 366 Fucking Days Sober. And as always, stay active, stay sober. You know, Chelsea, when you were gone again, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know what to say. Next, I just started, you know what I mean? Like, I, cause I don't do it, you do it, right? So I just started like, like Silver oh, Pot is a book. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> shit, I forgot to say the <laughs> beginning part. And then it just, you know, threw me off. And so, was, but I was already hit record and I sat in the closet. So I was like, I'm just going to keep talking. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and, you know, of course I cried for you, you know, oh, Chelsea, you know. Um, and it, I, so I think, I think it was pretty apparent. Um, who really runs the show at this point? Because so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's hard. Well, I, f- I don't it's think f- I could do it alone. Like, yeah. Props to you. I would be like, well, taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard See to do because next week <laughs> without somebody to respond to, without something to like, you know, you just gotta like, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like talking. You're to not myself. a rambler. Yeah, I. I mean, I am, but maybe just in my own head. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Outwardly, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of hard because there's nothing to respond to. Like, what do you, you, you just start talking? It'd be different if I had it written out or something, but I didn't have it written out. Except for the parts of the book. So that's why I read two. <laughs> so, so it's taking me the idea, uh, again, that we talked about earlier, which is to, to do it at the, um, uh, to read two, right? We could read two mm-hmm. per episode, like one at the beginning, and then we'll leave people with one at the end. So that will also encourage people to listen until the end. Yeah. Hint, hint, right? Or you just yeah. skip to the end, whatever you want to do. Slackers. <laughs> we'll get my free reading of my book. <laughs> it's just going <laughs> to skip to the end. All right, um, Chelsea, so what are we doing here? We're, um, oh, oh, so what, it reminded me, like, on the last podcast, I we got to really talk to newer people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people, like, new in recovery. We really got to address them, like, full on because it's, like, it's one thing to come here and be like, yeah, you know, I've been listening since twenty. 19 or whatever but it's another thing to come here and just start listening right now right right and i think that's the other you know so i think i tend to forget that like you know people are sometimes this is their first episode so Mm -hmm. so welcome if you're new um sorry sorry that drinking (laughs) didn't work out for you i know it's gonna suck right now but just like you know i don't know uh hang in there (laughs) we've all been there those of us in recovery have all been there 
Yeah, and it does suck, and we get it. So, uh, so one of the things I wanted to encourage you to do is go back and listen to in 2021. Is it 2021 or 2022? 2022? We did 2022, um, the Living Sober book. Yeah, so go back to, um, I believe it's March, and there's a title called New Beginnings. Um, And if you just want to search on Google, you can do that. I'm sure you'll pick it up there. Sober Pod, New Beginnings. Bam. Um, You might even want to add Living Sober if we don't come up after that. But either way, that is the first episode where we listen to Living Sober uh, provided by uh, Alcoholics Anonymous World Services, and we l- listen to a chapter and then we talk about it. And it's um, that book, Living Sober, is really made for like you know the the new person, like the newcomer, and the, somebody like really trying to get a foothold on like those early days of sobriety and not say fuck it and just go drink, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going to give you some strategies to use when it doesn't seem like it's working. Um, you know, so I really encourage you to go back and listen to that shit, binge the fuck out of that. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe you'll get uh, sober by, uh, osmosis at that point. Maybe <laughs> it'll just like, maybe if you listen to it while you sleep, it'll brainwash you. That'll be good. I wish that I knew that book existed when I first got sober because I was trying so hard to be self-sufficient, but like just was so uncomfortable because I didn't know like how to operate in this life without alcohol Mm -hmm. as my escape. So I really wish I had that with all the like insight and the tools and strategies, um, it it was really eye opening because it brought me back to like those early days where I was like, damn, yeah, I really remember like feeling this way when I first got sober. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I for for those of you who are new or newer or just need a refresher on you know what a newcomer may be experiencing, that's a good book to yeah to go yeah. over. Yeah, and it just and it, and it's it's such a small book too but it's so mm-hmm. it is dense in terms of its content because there is especially in that first 90 days or you know whatever 4 months there's a lot to cover right yeah. and so uh because you know all my strategies quote unquote involved uh alcohol and drugs <laughs> like there was no <laughs> like my old strategies did not like you know that or just getting pissed off you know and uh um that didn't work either so, uh, so yeah, I, I would suggest to go look at that stuff. And then, um, and then by the way, once you do get some, some grounding, you know, pick up the, the book that we're currently reading. Uh, if you purchase this book, it really does. Oh, look, we're both holding it up on camera. So <laughs> if you are in the membership section, you can see that. But, um, but the book basically, uh, for every purchase, whether it be uh, Kindle or print, we get a dollar eighty for each purchase. So, um, so that money is used to support the podcast. And again, it takes money to keep this machine running. So that's the reason why we did the book so that we could continue to, um, to get the machine running. And I didn't even know this, uh, know this until I started doing it. So, uh, Amazon doesn't pay us for like three months, man. They hold on to the money. Like those Weird. bastards. I think that they get like the, like, uh, like I think maybe they use our, like proceeds for like investment or something. You know what I'm saying? I think it's mm. a, I think they're using our money, you know, <laughs> on the side, but either way. Um, so, uh, so we get to cash out like every three months and then that money is used again to pay for, um, all the other good stuff that, uh, either we're doing or that we want to do. There you go. Um, so yeah, so nobody's getting rich by the way. So nobody's, uh, <laughs> 
there's 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 there is royalties but again when you talk about dollar 80 per purchase it's not really like you know we're not doing that good okay so I mean, maybe um, if like a hundred thousand people bought the book then we you know that would dude, be i mean we could probably pay for some people's treatment and shit i think that would be kind of cool, be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah right like that would be kind of neat uh but until that happens uh like we can stick to our small little plans and designs <laughs> i think that's quite <laughs> all right all right so uh so by all means go pick up the book and so what we do now is we read this book and then we um we read the page and it's a 366 daily meditations as uh some of you know and then uh so we read and we just talk about that that meditation much like you would have in a topic meeting or like a, a you know a daily uh, affirmations book reading meeting kind of thing. Um, Chelsea, do you want to um, do you want to kick it off? Are you pumped? Do you want the healing to begin? I do, Carl. I need some healing. <laughs> Give it to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go July first. When you limit your choices, you limit your freedoms. The quickest way for this to happen for the addict or alcoholic is to pick up a drink or drug. From the first drug or drink, we have limited so much more than our just our own thinking. We believe that the opposite of addiction is connection, and by drinking or drugging, your first limitation is cutting yourself off from that connection with yourself, others, and your higher power. This is just the beginning. As you may know and have experienced, this one decision can cut you off from the ability to drive a car, walk, stay awake, or keep your pants from feeling full of shit. It will cause you to miss appointments, work, and even the ability to pick up your own kids. Why is it that with all these immediate limitations to our freedoms, and with a completely sober mind, we even consider having just one drink or drug? Reflections is this not the definition of insanity? Daily challenge. Make it to bed sober today. And, and just as a um just as a, a head check in the room, if everybody who's listening could just like raise their hand if they have uh shit their pants. <laughs> so just uh, everybody yeah, poops, sure. Carl. Sometimes yeah. it just happens. <laughs> um <laughs> And so, uh, and then of course, you know, the challenge, I guess that's really for the newcomer, right? Like, you know, I think, I think for the old timer, it's like, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it to bed sober today. But you know what? Really? I mean, um, I think if you treat it like that, you might find yourself at odds with it someday. So I tried to remember like, oh yeah, like I got one goal every day I get up and it's to fucking make it to that bed sober. Cause the minute I fucking start that ball rolling in terms of taking a drink or drug, uh, again, it, it, it talks about all these, you know, um, it's like a cascade effect of like, um, you know, losing your freedoms and it happens pretty quickly. You just don't realize like how quickly it happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's so, yeah, for me, uh, you know, I th- you know, I think I saw the word July when I was writing this and I was just like freedom, you know, and then <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's probably why, you know, and that, I, I think that's the other thing too, is I, I am just really kind of circling the drain on a topic here, but I, um, I, uh, uh, there's so many freedoms in, in sobriety, just like this list. It's like, you know, when we start talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, cutting yourself off from the connection with yourself, others and your higher power. It's like, like, 
so it's funny like it's it happens in reverse when you stop drinking you you start to get those connections and you know but it just doesn't happen as fast in the other direction you know but yeah. you know when you when you take a drink it I mean it's like it's almost instant so that's what it was for me it's like you know so when as i as i kind of progressed in recovery because by the way um alcoholism is progressive but recovery is progressive too um mm-hmm. and so uh, just like we said before though it's at the speed of pain so <laughs> so but i was so amazed at like all the things that i hadn't known all the freedoms i hadn't known for so long when they started to come back i was like oh like um you know it's kind of like when uh um you know just for instance the, the freedom to like take somebody to the hospital to Mm -hmm. to grab my keys and go at any time without reservation um you know it just you need a need a gallon of milk all right gonna go get it right you know it's it's not like it doesn't turn into a thing you know it you know it doesn't turn into you know it's like what do they say like you know i start drinking and i break out in handcuffs i think that's Mm -hmm. the idea that's (laughs) like and that's like literally the truth about it sometimes like imagine you know i'm drinking and i go to get a a gallon of milk and you know within 15 minutes of going to the store i got problems right you know because somebody smells me calls me in i get into a car you know next thing i know like i'm i'm laying face down you know with my fucking hands behind my back and it's just like it can happen that quick uh and so uh where you go from being absolutely free you know in sobriety and that's what just gets me like at the end of that question which is with knowing all that shit, knowing what it does, like literally, like how fucking insane is it that we just, the most insane decision you'll ever make is to pick up a drink, knowing all that shit, knowing what's behind that. It just seems so insane to me, but I go, I but I did that shit at 25 yeah. years old. I fucking picked back up and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I so, think for me, like, I um, felt like alcohol freed me from my mind in a sense, you know, like it was liberating, not having to like feel or remember like the shit that I had been going through and just to like be numb. And so that felt like freedom to me. But uh, in hindsight, I realized that alcohol was, you know, not freeing, you know, maybe it gave me a temporary escape but it chained me to it like I I became paralyzed I could not go to like a party I couldn't go to um, a restaurant unless I knew alcohol like I'd be able to have alcohol Mm -hmm. Um, family gatherings like shit even if people were going out to like a bar I would want to stay home because one it's cheaper to drink at home and Mm -hmm. two I don't have to pace myself And, and that's just like, you know, so I, I lost, um, my freedom of choice, you know, like to, 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 um, you know, have a, a level headed, uh, decision to make because alcohol was all consuming for me. Um, and in, in my mind at that time, I was like, no, like this is the one thing that lets me let loose, you know, but it's just so hard to see what it's doing to you from like an outsider's perspective. So that's why I say in hindsight, that's what I recognize now 
uh, did you have a similar experience? Yeah, mine was the uh, um, the long haul kind of a thing too, though, right? So yeah, uh, and you don't uh, like it works when it works, but then when it stops working, you don't realize like that it comes back to bite you. Like it talks about in the big book, you know, it comes back to boomerang on us, right? It's like, oh my god, like you know. I mean, it and it worked for a time, and it serves its purpose, and it's wonderful, and it's beautiful. It's 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 like, oh, thank you, God, for for this magic elixir. <laughs> so, but um, uh, and I talk about it all the time. Actually, like, uh, that's to say, I think I just talked about it like last episode, maybe on my own. I think where it, um, where you know it, it was a solution, and um, and I feel grateful to have having found it because I would have been dead sooner had I not, um. I, I would have killed myself fucking a long time ago had I not found the solution of alcohol and drugs to to do what you're talking about to ease my get me out of myself right because I couldn't stand being with me and that's all that there was to it and I couldn't stand being in my own skin it just drove me absolutely crazy so um but, but the long haul part of that is that um you don't see the distortion it's like uh it's like a frog getting boiled in 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 a pot right you know you guys know you know about the frogs getting boiled you know what they do like if you turn up the heat ever so slowly carl they... i'm a vegetarian this is making me very uncomfortable <laughs> are you really vegetarian though I, yes i am oh, that's cool cool well um so uh well, i don't eat frogs i'm just saying <laughs> anyway so, so like uh um so but if you put a frog in a in a pot and you turn on the, and on the heat and just ever so slowly bring it to a boil, the frog will stay in the pot until it's dead because it just doesn't get the message that it's it's boiling because it happened mm -hmm. over a little period of time. And that's exactly what happened with my alcoholism. I didn't get the message that I was fucking dying. You know, the, right. the, the, the shit was boiling and I was like, fucking, ain't this great? <laughs> like, you know, I'm just, I was too fucking drunk to notice, right? I was yeah. too dead. Mm-hmm. To, uh, yeah, it was already dead basically i just couldn't get up you know so uh not on my own anyway so that's the idea behind it it's like uh uh you don't realize that the, the cage that you build around yourselves the limitations that you put on you know people talk in general just even you know take alcohol out of the picture take alcohol and drugs out of the picture how much of our self-talk is so limiting about who we are what we're capable of you know, what we're about, you know, what we can do and just on a daily basis. It's like, you know, uh, we totally underestimate like what our capabilities are. I mean, this book is a really good example of that shit. Yeah. Like I just sat down and said, you know what, I'm going to write a book. And, you know, people are so fucking amazed. Like when I'm like, oh, you wrote a book. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm like, not really. I mean, I just <laughs> I, I just decided to do it. And then not only that, I just followed through to do it. Anybody mm -hmm. can do it in my mind anyway. Anybody can do it. So it just takes the fucking, you know, the fortitude, I guess, to sit down every day, pour your tea or coffee and start fucking typing. Um, it may not. You maybe your book will end up just as shitty as mine, but <laughs> uh, it's not shitty. But, but no, I just. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just take drugs and alcohol out of the picture. But now, when you put drugs and alcohol into that, what does that do? Right? That I mean, that absolutely turns off that motivation. It turns off that drive or you know that ability. You know, period. So mm -hmm. I just think it's really strange. Like even without that shit, we're pretty self limiting, right? We're, we so, and then once you break free. The decision to pick up that just still 
blows my mind. It will it will continue to like like shock me when I watch people come into the rooms or get sober for a period of time, and then they make a conscious decision to go back out and drink, or you know again maybe they're surprised by it. Uh, but the fact is, it's like you know that um, that they don't have that understanding uh, enough uh, to like to uh, to try and prepare to not be that person. Yeah, it just fucking blows my mind. Just blows my mind. You know. So, well, and I think you know it's the nature of the disease, right? It's yeah. cunning, baffling, and powerful, as they mm-hmm. say. And um, y- you know, it's it doesn't make any sense. It's insanity. It really is. Because I feel like until you have, I don't know, a spiritual awakening or, you know, you hit a a rock bottom that like flips you on your head and you have some realizations, you know, then you're not going to try and like press your luck. Like, oh, well, this time now that I've, you know, had some time away with it, I can moderate it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it, it. you know, you're not going to necessarily go right back into it if you've really hit that low or you've really had an experience that made you pause and take a look at yourself. But even if you like have gone through that, that doesn't mean that down the road, like I would say you're a good example, Carl, is mm-hmm. that you just decide, well, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just have a beer or yeah. I'll just no, I actually know, thought hang what out you, at what the you, bar. You, what you just said really is what I thought. Literally, I'm like, well, uh, what I thought was like, yeah, maybe I'm more mature now. You know, maybe mm-hmm. like maybe I just needed I'm some an time away. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, I have a, a, a an ID now where I can actually drink in a bar. So mm-hmm. you know, therefore, you know, it's like I literally have a license to drink. <laughs> license <laughs> so, to drink. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, and again, but knowing everything I knew about myself to. You know, and I knew the truth when I fucking ordered the first one. I knew it. I knew exactly where it was going to end up. But I was like, maybe this time it'll be different, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I'll do better. I'll, you know, I, you know, I'll watch it. You know, I won't. Uh, you know, again, it's all the same things they talk about. Chapter three. You know, it's like we tried. You know, trying natural wines or mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, tried. You know, not drinking at home or not drinking on the job or taking a. You're drinking only on vacation. Like, like I'm always on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think um, I think you identify it too, which is to say, like you know, you need to hit that bottom part, and um, and then even for me this time, um, you know, I don't know if it was enough to even say like I'm going to stay sober the rest of my life kind of thing. I mean, nothing like really happened except for me inside, right? I think what mm-hmm. happened was like again that long game of that stuff and. Like I, I've been trying to get sober for so long on my own that I was just, I maybe I was just driving myself mad, you know. Uh, but uh, but I know I had a breakdown, right? I know I broke. Like let's just say I know that I was uh, absolutely uh, at that jumping off place. But then here's the thing: you get a brief window to operate with that shit because, and I've seen it. I've experienced it myself. You know, I I had a I had a a, a bottom when I was in like in my twenties, but you know. I also, um, I also didn't immediately get sober. You know, I had to have like one mm-hmm. last hurrah, right? I bought an eight ball and drove down, you know, whatever, da da da. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, but you know, in this case, it's like, you know, I, uh, um, I, I was trying for so long that, like, you know, so when it did happen, I think that I was much more like um, prepared because when you get that window, it is like I'm going to utilize that window. You get. 
it's just you get grace you get fucking you literally get god's grace and i i don't even know if you're experiencing it right now and you're listening out there like you have a limited fucking time to really get your shit together and really dig into what this thing because whatever it is and it does happen and if you're not like you know surrounding yourself with you know uh you know a treatment center or a uh a group of people that are supporting you, uh, you know, tools and and the other literature and all the other shit that goes along with it. Your ego is going to come back alive in about fucking I don't know. We give it three months, right? Three to six months, even. I would and, say less than that. Yeah, please. sometimes less than that, right? Yeah, and uh, um, and then you're going to sit there and say to yourself, like, I did this and I got this, and those are like famous last fucking words, right? Yeah. So. And it's, it, you see it all the time, and that's just like the insanity for me. I just go, oh, that's like... So in this last time, when I got that window, man, I utilized that window this time. And I was like... Because I got more than five days, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm on a roll. <laughs> you know? so, so I took Let's advantage. Yeah, for seven. <laughs> Every day, man, you know? So I really... Um, but you know, that's when at like 60 days I knew that I was in trouble because I came back alive at 60 days. Mm-hmm. Well, my ego came back alive, mm-hmm. and I knew I was going to drink again. I just knew, unless I needed, unless I pushed further and surrendered, quote unquote, even more so than I already had been, I was going to go back because I was already talking myself into it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, maybe again, you've told the story. Maybe I'll just drink on, you know, birthdays, weddings, and funerals, and holidays, and you know, and again, it's like you'd be doing, reading the obituaries, like, oh, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Sam. I'd be checking the family tree every day. <laughs> I'd be like, fucking, making some shit happen. You know? <laughs> One thing so. you said, and I I don't even remember what it, exactly you said, but you mentioned like you weren't thinking, oh, I'm going to be sober the rest of my life. Well, when I first was, I don't know, the first month or so I was sober, that was like the most terrifying thought that I had when I realized, shit, I actually have a problem because I'm obsessing with alcohol and I'm going to have to stay sober for the rest of my life. And let me tell you, that is not a helpful thought at all. Mm. Even today, I don't think that's helpful to anyone mm. um, because we were, it's a 24 hour day program, right? But beyond that, It's terrifying, especially when you're newly sober, to think about this one thing that I lean on, that I loved, you know, was my partner. I can't have it for the rest of my life. And that makes you want it even more. And so going to bed sober, like this reading talks about, was sometimes the only thing that I could do right in a day Mm -hmm. was to lay down and know that I went to bed sober. And sometimes that meant I put myself in bed at like 7 p.m. because I needed to just like not go through those last few hours when I would usually be drinking because I needed to stay sober. And so I really think, you know, if if you're in that space like I was where you're thinking about, oh my God, you know, in the absolutes, the black and whites, like this is my life forever. Like I'm going to be a miserable motherfucker (laughs) for 70 years, you know, Mm. and that's just not helpful to you. And so I, I uh, recommend just thinking about today. You can figure it out tomorrow. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I, you know, for me, it was, uh, uh, I don't know if I really put it all the way into that be- in the beginning. Like, because I, I, I really, my, my thing was in my back of my mind, and I never said it to anybody, but in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll give it a year, right? And then I'll, you know, like, and I'll see what happens then, right? Um, so, but again, I was living day to day early on, especially, but I was living day to day. But then um, I remember when I got a year, and I was like, I was, I was a leading, I was a secretary of a Saturday noon meeting. And, uh, uh, I was, I had a year and my sponsor, I, that was the day that I actually got the year. That was the actual day. Uh, and, uh, um, and my sponsor brought me a, a, a chip, uh, you know, and he, you know, I had him lead the meeting, you know, he was leading the meeting. And, uh, so he's sitting there and he's leading the meeting and then I, you know, he presented me with my chip and it was just great. And, but all, all I remember is just crying. I was just crying. Like, fuck it. I just couldn't like even, and it wasn't this, I wasn't like, I wasn't crying because I was happy. I was crying because I was like, I kind of knew like, fuck, like I can't, I can't go back. <laughs> like, you know, because I had changed so much. So, and I realized like, like the grieving process was kind of complete when it came to alcohol yep. in a year. And I was just like, oh shit. Like, like damn I, it. I like this now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep Ugh, doing it. Fuck, <laughs> this was not the plan. <laughs> yeah, because in my mind, I was like, I like, I'll give it a year. But in that time, I really learned like who I was and what I was about. And um, and and again, if you have those like those secret reservations, um, you know, uh, I would say like, uh, give it a try. Like, give it the fucking college try. If you have that secret reservation, don't hold back. Right. Really like say, all right, if you're going to give it a year, give it a year with like all of your best effort. Right. And then Mm -hmm. see what happens. Don't just give it a year because you think a year is a good fucking time frame. But if you're going to give it a year, give it a year and then give it your absolutely best within that year to do everything that you're told and kind of submit to the process. And I guarantee you, you will change. Yeah, I mean, you may not you may not like understand it or acknowledge it or whatever, but um but the fact is, is like you'll change and it's like and if if nothing, it'll like it'll get you closer to the path. Right. Right. So, that, right. yes. Yes. So if it does happen again next time, you know, you, maybe maybe you will hit that bottom. that will get you on the path. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And <clears throat> I think that's a valuable piece of advice, because for me, when I was first going to the meetings, um, I hit in the back I didn't want to like talk to anyone I didn't want to like immerse myself I just wanted to be a fly on the wall and and listen while I was still mulling over in my mind you know am I or am I not an alcoholic Mm -hmm. do I deserve to be here do I have to be here Mm. um I think you know with like listening to what other people say um if you choose to go to AA also you know just know that the people that are there are their only motivation should be to give you their experience and to have you you know hopefully heed their advice because it's what worked for them right Mm -hmm. it's and for me that was really hard because I was like these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about like and also I don't like following people's orders you know i'm I'm kind of bossy myself and so to be submissive and just blindly follow someone's direction was very out of character for me and i didn't like it it was uncomfortable 
But at the same time, I think I was desperate enough because I'm like, I don't know how to get out of my head. And thus far, like everything I've done has not worked in my favor. And there's a reason I'm sitting in this meeting because I can't do it by myself. And so if you go to AA, I also would encourage people to like, you know, before writing off any sort of program, do it a hundred percent, like get in there and do the step work, work with a sponsor, go to meetings, like until you've like gone through every single chapter and done the work, I don't know how people can say that AA doesn't work. If you do all that shit and it doesn't work, fine. No, there's, you did the work. <laughs> there's things in it that will absolutely change your perspective. There's no doubt about yeah. that stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that some people like, you know, they, oh, you know, A's got an agenda, you know, like, or there's like some kind of conspiracy behind it or like, oh, it's too religious or you know, don't kid yourself, it's religious, et cetera. And it's like, you know, I mean, here's the thing, like, <laughs> this is what kind of came down to me. Like, like, if I had the answer, if I actually knew what the fuck I was doing, like, I would definitely not go to AA. I'm just telling you that right now. You know, I'm like, in my mind, like before I started this process, I would never, I'm like, nope, like, uh, uh, I'm not going to do it. But, but I had to get to a point where I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Just like you said, I don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, and it takes a lot of guts and a lot of courage to sit there and say that, you know, in a room, um, or to just admit it to somebody that you just met in AA. So, uh, uh, but that's the thing is like, you know, you, uh, I, I was like, what would I rather have? Right? Would I rather have this fucking fucked up? Would I rather be, you know, uh, waking up every morning, shit and blood, and uh, worrying about my uh, my intestinal bleeding, or <laughs> like, I mean, possibly, you know, I don't know, have an understanding of what a higher power is, and possibly use that in my life. Like, oh my god, that, would that be so goddamn terrible? What would you rather have? Right? Sh- you know, Shit blood or, (laughs) (laughs) or, or, (laughs) right. You know what I mean? I just, that's a part of me. I was just like, like, who was I to even think that like, you know, I, here's the thing at that stage of the game when I was drinking and in my distortion, what we talked about earlier, all that denial, all that distortion of reality, all that fucked up sense of being in my mind, I would literally, it was literally a question that I had to debate. Like, like what is more except, hmm, I don't know. Shit, blood's not all that bad. Like, you know, it's like, I, it's only a little blood. I have a lot of blood, <laughs> like whatever it is. But that would be, a, a, that's completely insane to debate the the that decision. So, and that's where I'm just like, but I say that now only after the fact because when I was drinking and in my druthers, I would literally debate that shit with myself. I wouldn't outwardly say it because that would sound too crazy, but I would literally sit there and say to myself, like, no, 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 I'm not, that whole spiritual shit, no, 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 thank you. I would rather be shitting blood, right? And it's like, but you just, you know, I don't know. We're just crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> well, and that <laughs> kind of goes back to, like, the whole topic of freedom, right? Like, yeah. if that doesn't show you that alcohol has a chokehold on you, you know, where you would rather have like bodily harm versus like some perception of a higher power, which doesn't harm you in any capacity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like that right there shows you that, you know, your, your freedom is not really free when you're yeah. drinking. It's, it's an illusion. And, yeah. um, 
yeah, I mean, I've been there too. Like I've, and I totally relate to not wanting to say some of the crazy shit I thought, you know, like who would have to die for it to be okay for me to drink again, you know, Mm -hmm. and already picking out in my mind who that would be and who would be the most likely to die. You know, it's, it's just crazy shit like that. But that's the stuff that I probably should have been talking about because then I wouldn't feel so alone because I have heard other people say similar shit and I'm like, okay, so I'm crazy, but I'm in crazy company. So, you know, it's not as bad. Um, But yeah, so I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's such a, it, it just had such a chokehold on me and, and it's sad to think about how, um, how chained up I was to it, I guess. Yeah. So, so in kind of putting a bow on it, you know, if you are, um, if you got some time behind you, say, I don't know, whatever it is you got, um, and, and you're new to this game and, and, and one of your thoughts is like, you know, I, I can't do this anymore or I'm like, I'm having too much anxiety or it's just too overwhelming and you are having thoughts of drinking. You know, one of the tools that we use is, uh, and I hear all the time and I'm sure that you probably already heard it too, but, uh, bears repeating is that you got to think it through, you know, you got to think all the way through that process. And that's kind of what this reading was about. Right. You know, not only do you like cut yourself off from, you know, uh, uh, you know, yourself and others, but from your higher power. And then as you go down that list, you know, you, you start to impact your, um, you know, your, your personal freedoms, right. Can't make a decision. You know, I can't go to the store or whatever it may be. And then, you know, you're impacting other people's freedoms as well. Right. And it, and it just cascades from there. So, but then, you know, but not only that, like that may be the first two, three weeks, but what about two, three months? What about two, three years? What about two or three decades? Right. You know, you could start to think about where that's going to take you. And, and for me, um, it ended up, you know, shit and blood and praying that I could blow my brains out and just end this madness because I just can't do it anymore. So that's what two or three decades will do to you. Right. You know, you, but you know, again, you got to think that shit all the way through not just like oh you know yeah i'll get shit faced and maybe miss work on monday right you know that's a that's a, that's a, you know not far enough that's not thinking far yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and that's yeah. that's really what people mean in aa when they say play the tape all the way through right so mm-hmm. for someone maybe who's new here um i just didn't want to say tape because i didn't want to sound old well but that's a common saying right and i didn't know what it meant when i first came in i'm like what the fuck are you talking about like what is this 1985 like play the tape all the way through get the vcr out (laughs) but it's like from the moment that you pick up a drink and and taste the alcohol what happens after that and you just play that scenario out all the way through you know, up to decades from now, like, where is your, where is this going to lead you ultimately? And so, um, that sometimes like actually practicing that when I was having cravings is what kept me from relapsing, Mm -hmm. you know, because I would really like pause and think, okay, I do this today, but what will tomorrow bring in the next day? And, eventually it would be so terrifying that it it would keep me from picking up yeah and we and so in the member section we have a um like a like a relapse prevention worksheet there somewhere uh so i think you can um you know definitely 
search for it or look for it. But yeah, we have other like little tools that'll help you like do more than that. Um, okay, Chelsea, we we promised these people we were going to um, we we're going to tell them a little bit about uh, the next reading, which is July second. Do you want to read it? Or do you want me to? You read it this time. All right, I suck at reading my own work. Here you go. <laughs> Um, July 2nd, are you having trouble with personal relationships? Oh, I want to do this like I wrote it. Like I, 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 <laughs> I, I wrote it like a, uh, like a, like an announcer, right? Are you having trouble with personal relationships? Can't control your emotional nature? Are you afraid of misery and depression? Can't make consistent living? Oh, can't make a consistent living? Uh, full of fear? Are you unhappy? Can't seem to be of real help to other people? Right. <laughs> Sounded like like one of those commercials. If you answered like, yes, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> you may be exactly. That's exactly the commercial. You may be entitled to compensation. If you answered yes to any of these, uh, what you are feeling, uh, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous calls, on page fifty-two, the bedevilments. Uh, like our symptoms of drinking and drugging, these are common among us. Uh, these are the symptoms of what AA calls the spiritual malady. Ooh, Ooh malady. ominous. All right. So some of us have felt these things our entire lives, like we were born this way. Others may have acquired them through, throughout the years and developed these symptoms as they abuse substances that contributed to their spiritual sickness. No matter how or when you felt the impact of our dis-ease, get that disease, dis-ease. Got it. Mind. If you choose to ignore these symptoms, the pain and effects of these bedevilments, quote unquote, will take their toll. It is suggested that the only solution to our spiritual malady is the remedy of a spiritual awakening or spiritual experience. Reflections. Have you tried taking the full dose of the 12 steps? Daily challenge. If you are still experiencing the effects of the bedevilments, what more do you need to do? That's and interesting because that, we kind of yeah. talked about some of that. In yeah. There. Yeah, it's it's funny like how this reading relates to the next reading. I mean, it's not like I totally did it on purpose, but I think that's probably what was happening when I yeah. was thinking about these things. Mm -hmm. So, um, look at look at us, look at us go. Um, so th there you go, kids. You can you can meditate on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your fucking crack pipe and smoke it. Well, don't actually, because that's not what we're about. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. we're we're not about smoking yeah. crack. Don't so. want to do that shit. So, so Chelsea, do you have any kind words to imparting for these wonderful, delicious demons? Dear delicious demons, <laughs> if you would like to join our private Facebook group, go to facebook.com/groups/soberpod. We have Bang and Bod Phil, who does an exercise class once a week, and he leaves the recordings on the Facebook page. Uh, we also have a member there named V. She is wonderful, and she um, hosts the official meeting of Sober Pod, which is on Zoom every Saturday afternoon, 4 p.m. Oh, Pacific. Is it changing? I think it's changing. Oh, it is changing, huh? It's changing okay. to like a Wednesday or something, isn't it? TBD. The announcement yeah. will be on the Sober Pod Live Facebook feed, so uh, apparently I need to uh, pay more attention to that. But no, I don't know. Is it changing? <laughs> I'm asking. Like I'm like uh, I thought. No, it was I vaguely, like... I vaguely think something was changing, but 
anyway, this will just lure the people into the Facebook group. Yeah, I, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought um, I thought maybe it was maybe it was like a temporary change or something. Right? Oh, okay. No, I think it's still on Saturday. Yeah, I think it, maybe that was like a temporary change for that week or something. Anyway, oh, okay. uh, yeah, so uh, but by the way, I will, uh, they have speakers on July, uh, on this month, it's July 20, uh, starting July 1st, 2023, um, solution on Saturday meeting, and it's still 6 p.m. Oh, that's what changed. It's the, it's the time. So it's 6 okay. p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. There you go. Found it. See? See? Gotcha. So I will be speaking, by the way, July 29th. Ooh. I believe that is July 29th. Uh, they have like a 20-minute speaker, and then we go on from there. So if you are so inclined, uh, by all means, uh, go to uh, – you know, hopefully you can start doing that too. You can speak maybe next month or something or maybe following that. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, um, so uh, so go July 29th, and then uh, – and you can see what that meeting's about. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, and what else? Anything else? And buy the fucking book, people. Oh. <laughs> buy your book. <laughs> buy your yeah, listen to the rapper at the end. He's like fucking 366 fucking days sober. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah, so uh, Friends in Recovery, by all means, uh, please go over there. They're like kind of like our cousin. Uh, uh, they're the podcast on the right. And uh, as we're the podcast on, on the, the left right. coast. Mm. They're on the right coast. We're on the left <laughs> coast. So we're um, on the best coast, Carl. <laughs> I know where we're, West is the best. I'm just going to say that straight out. So I don't care if we alienate the East Coasters, man. Maybe, uh, <laughs> you can forget it. Anyway, so um, so yeah, the West is the best. And then um, and so go on over to Friends in Recovery. And they are also uh, doing podcasts. They do a lot of interview right now. Uh, they also did the 12 steps in 2022. So every month of 2022, they just covered the steps. So if you really want to go like get, dig deep and dive deep into their stuff, by all means, go on over there and listen to them as well. Um, other than that, I don't really have much more to say. I mean, what about you? Mm, no. I guess I'll just say deuces. And I'll say stay active, stay sober. See ya, motherfuckers. <laughs> See ya, motherfuckers. Soberpod.com. 366 fucking days sober. Yeah. It was a sight to see them. Yeah. Breakfast was sprite and sequins. Wrestling with my vices, exercising my demons. My blessings were blocked, so I never got the message. I'm stressing, I'm only 12 steps from an exit. Regret it, because my imperfections were perfected. I ain't run from it, I accept it and rep it. It's a badge to me, good stories come from a tragedy. And when you survive, the glory will come in Act 3. The wait's over, 366 fucking days sober. Morning affirmations that can start the day for you. Use my favorite book, for a placeholder, finish when the day's over, okay? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, sober pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome, welcome.